everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's frontman and main host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all shapes, sizes, colors, ages, and those visiting from the shadow realm that wish to listen to our podcast. Depending on when I post this episode up for all of you to listen to it, and when all of you do choose to listen to it, both me and Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, will have begun our journey, both literally and figuratively, to Four State Comic Con in Harrisburg, sorry, yes, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, this August 26th and 27th, 2023. So we couldn't leave on this epic journey and to an event that we both enjoy and visit our con family without giving all of you listeners out there something brand new to listen to. Yes, we record this episode at the beginning of the week, but we're posting it later in the week so everybody has something fresh to listen to. Right off the bat, as we begin our journey. So, either way, come join us as we talk about Netflix deciding to drop their DVD service. Millie Bobby Brown deciding to end her run with the last season of Stranger Things. Rockstar getting some heat in regards to doing a remaster. And Microsoft deciding to finally shutting down the Xbox 360 digital store. So, what else can I say but, hey, George, cue the music. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Shock and terror with Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, and Chris, the Martinsburg Madman, in Sasha After Dark, the podcast of darkness, reboot. Oh, I got it going for the cloud. Uh, it's just thirteen. Well, thirteen. W O W K T V. Thirteen news. I guess somewhere in West Virginia or somewhere. It their site looks like one of those stupid clickbait sites. <laughs> Literally, uh, for the folks, <laughs> it literally looks like one of those clickbait sites. Grant is probably all video news, but it looks like one of those clickbait sites. I don't want to touch your links. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is with a lot of those news sites, like especially those things that really focus on nerd and geek culture. Like, no. anymore, you click on anything, it's it's going to take you God knows where. Let's see here. It is what it is, what it is. Okay. So to speak. And even Huff Post is. What's that? The whole aspect of, golly gee, everybody clicks on those stupid, it sketchy, clickbait sites that give your computer viruses. Let's mimic that. Well, that's how they make ad revenue. I know those clickbait sites. That's how they make ad revenue. Doesn't mean yeah. sites like the one I just showed you and the Huff Post. To do that, if you 
nobody wants to click on those sites. Only freaking idiots click on those sites. I'm not saying HuffPost is any better, but... It's like anything with movie or gaming news now. It's... And it's a video. Oh, I hate when it's a video. No, it's like, well, it's a video. Like, I want... We're not doing... Well, yeah, it's a video podcast, but it, we're not doing... We don't have... Where is it located? Okay, we'll do that because it's in... Well, it's not... We, because we're, uh, we're... In essence, we are recording. It's like, well, we're going to put this as weird news because we're the normies. That's not what... Folks, this is why we go straight... I go straight to Florida because... That's where the weird stuff happens. And it's easy, simple. Not this. Hey, we're, I search weird West Virginia news. And what comes up? Oh, three, uh, two people save a cat from a burning building dressed as superheroes. Really? Give me something better. <laughs> better? Like somebody kills somebody with a squirrel. It, that's something I want to talk about. Nope. Why is Podbean giving? Why is Podbean hopping up on my ads? It's like I already use Podbean. Again, that's how is that? None of this is odd. It's like it's everyday things like. Woman wanted for murder, break silence, and shooter convicted. That's not odd. Running with the word animals, man. Okay. People, I got one from space. Space is weird. Okay, uh, we'll do that. It's from 2018, but we'll work with it. Here, something recent. It, it, it's West Virginia. It's it's funny and uh, not overly weird, and it almost ranks as Florida man levels or Florida person levels. So, and this upcoming folks at home, upcoming and to warn Sasha, I'll probably on Saturday be living off of. <laughs> Good chance by the time nighttime hits on Saturday. Uh, my blood will probably be 45% dubby. Dubby, 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 dubby. <laughs> and there's one from Florida for you. The bunnies. Bunnies, it must be bunnies. Oh, somebody has a quest in space. <laughs> I guess... Uh, let's take a look at the uh, space one. We got an outlaw otter as well. Because, you know, people like animals. All right. I guess we go. Well, it's interesting, but it's like, well, when you look into the article, it's, you know, and all. I guess we go. It's science and technology and news. But, well, all right. We could go with. Dick, I'm just sending you stuff. <laughs> We could go with the question mark seen in space or 
Westman, West Virginia man accused of huffing paint and beating mother with spatula. Uh, I want to go with the West Virginia man. <laughs> <laughs> Even though there's one to end off summer on. <laughs> Could you imagine being trapped upside down for hours on a roller coaster? I, I used to like going on roller coasters. Al's constantly trying to get me to go, and it's like, eh. Take me to a place where it's certainly not safe, and I might be interested. Like, Al, put me on that roller coaster. That one's for kids. Well, at least yeah. I know I'm not going to be trapped upside, upside down. And with... uh. Probably Tuesday when I come back from laundry, I'll start packing at least the overnight bag and that aspect of things. Yeah, I got most of the stuff packed and ready for this weekend. I, I got it down to a bag because I figure the Friday night before Al's going to pick me up early or I'll just catch a ride up to Al's that evening. Um. You know, just stick my bag in mom's car or something and catch a ride. That way he doesn't have to drive down. I mean, he's got to drive down anyway to come get you, but it'll save a couple steps so we don't have to get like a hotel room or something midway. And that's if he gets out of work early. There's one of the things I was debating. It's like, right now I'm kind of like, should I, shouldn't I? Um... Part of me wants to bring the laptop and the mixer, load the drivers for the mixer on the laptop, and that way when I score the panels, I could have, make sure everything is good audio, or just get, add a secondary mic and just use what I got. So I would I'm honestly, just, I would honestly just guerrilla journalist it. Because I don't know what, if any, connections will allow you to make. And then that way you just have the bare the bare bones, you know. Yeah, just add the other mic and uh, the uh, stand for it and use this and just, all right, we're just co- recording audio. Can I do it? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to have my camera and stuff with me, too, so. And no, it's, so. it's not just that. It's just that... Um, I could do the video. It w- the camera that I use for everything else is does audio well as well. Just that to like record the panels and all that. That's what I was thinking. So uh, I'll I'll probably just keep it down that so I not worried about a three hundred dollar laptop and a three hundred uh, four hundred dollar mixer. So. And I'll just and they have said at least from what I understand that like our tickets are going to serve for parking, but I wonder. And again, this is a long shot. I wonder if that parking is something that we can leave our cars there overnight or anything of that nature. Like if we want to go into Harrisburg after the con, like you know, catch an Uber or you know, a metro or something into Harrisburg yeah. proper to do some exploring, maybe hit an arcade, go and grab a drink somewhere, or get some food. Yeah, that'd be the case. I don't want to leave 
like $600 worth of $700 worth of stuff in the car and come back to the car and all of a sudden it's gone. Well, that's why I had Al clean out like the trunk and everything else and make sure everything's nice and secure. And you got to figure there's probably going to be somebody there at all times for the convention. So, I mean, I don't foresee it being that big of a problem. We haven't had a problem yet, but yeah, I wouldn't definitely like leave it on the back seat or the front seats. You know what I mean? Yeah, even though it's going to be in the bag, and I just consider it, you know, I live in Martinsburg, of all places, and they'll smash a car window for a toothbrush, but, oh, they have a toothbrush, even though I could get it for free at, at down at this location, smash, that could happen I got me a toothbrush. at the seven hours while we're at con, too, you know, it's, it's a gamble, uh, either way. Yeah, either way, but and more than likely that it here in Martinsburg they'll do something stupid and uh, I mean dumber than usual. Yeah, true. That's why I usually tell folks, yeah, Martinsburg, they suffer from Martinsburg moron syndrome. Or if you're in the county, Martinsburg meth head syndrome. <laughs> whoop whoop. Indeed. Like, no, we don't. Have you been in downtown Martinsburg? No, I go to Winchester for all my fun stuff. Exactly. That's why everybody else does, too. Woo, Winchester. <laughs> yeah, Winchester. W. <laughs> Winchester. Where are we going? Winchester. That's how it used to be when I lived down in Berkeley Springs, because, like... Yeah, there's some cool stuff in Berkeley Springs, but once you live down there and it's the same shit every weekend. So I'd be asked, you know, my spouse at the time, what are, what are we going to do for fun this weekend? And I'd just be like, <laughs> Winchester. We got the Alamo and you've got the family driving just outside of Winchester. I mean. Yeah. Remember that uh, unboxing I want to do at uh, Four State with you? With you, yeah, it hasn't arrived yet. Ah, okay. <laughs> now, uh, the it's just one of those things that it keeps getting. It's to the point that everybody in the group, Facebook group, is putting on tinfoil hats. <laughs> it's that bad. It's like, uh oh, we're we're going in the conspiracy theory. <laughs> it it's like. The the uh, boat that it was supposed to have this everybody's order in the state arrived in like Oregon. Uh, it was either arrived in Washington, Oregon area in port. It offloaded that trailer. We got no word from the company saying, "Hey, it arrived in the states." It's being offloaded. It's going through customers. We're going to do the quality control. And because of all the issues, we heard no official word yet. And we don't know what's happening. If it's in the States, nobody's gotten theirs in the States yet. People in, uh, uh, not China, but people in like Hungary, France, Australia, Africa, India's gotten theirs, but the states, no. 
Now, matter of fact, people have ordered the same type of dice off of like Wish and Timu and gotten theirs before everybody else. <laughs> and it's a better quality. So it's like, we don't know what's going on. And some people are saying like, yeah, they're going to Ponzi scheme it. They're going to start a new Kickstarter for the same type of dice so they could, once all the dice is made and perfected because of how they screwed up the last batch, they're going to send everybody all that dice. If it's like 5,000 orders that were done, they're going to send all that to the people that really wanted theirs and they're going to put everybody else to the little urch. I was like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I might have to do the video in two parts because it's going to be like an hour long video. <laughs> it's like, I got to do this in two parts. C4 part two for unboxing part one for the history or either way, it's going to be like one of those. And folks at home, depending on when you, I already did a video for context because what I picked up, I don't have it with me, but uh, last week, I picked up a book. It was on sale for 10 bucks online with shipping. It was 25 uh, regards. It's one of these, like a, uh, a preview copy. Best way I, co I could put it out. It's what something like review reviewers would get. Um, it's just. Step it up in the world. Basically. Oh, where are you get your phone? Yeah. Basically, it's one of those. Uh, they, I guess, they had a bulk stock of this preview copy, and it's just like, okay, we under we made some changes for the final book. This is pretty much a book that we sent out to uh, people reviewing it. Like, uh, if there was a major uh, influencer that they want to get their hands on it and try it out, it's something like that for testers and previewers um the graphics are not the best or you know it's a little or the graphics on the cover might be a little bit cockeyed it's not the final product we understand that but we're just offering it up as a discount so that's why one of the reasons one i got it for 10 bucks two it's i realized once i had it in my hands this could be a great context video for what i'm about to receive that way it's like, hey, you have A. They sold this knowing that it was not the best copy. It's not and they it's something that you're actually knowing you're getting yourself into, if you can understand. And after that, with this, no one everybody says, Oh, this is gonna be the perfect thing ever. Now it's not. So either way, where's the mask? Uh, either way, I'm just looking through. Looking through what? Articles. See if there's More anything article. that points out. Everybody's gaga about Ashoka. Despite people a leaving. A restaurant named one of the best for French fries in America. Well, that's hard to believe. I mean, not that it's hard to fry a potato. 
So the good, bad, and ugly in Westchester, PA, located at 158 West Gay Street. And it's only open like Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But apparently they're the best fries. That's not much of a story. Must be a slow news week. Um, there is a new high-end Ghostbuster soup brand um, known as Ectoware. So if you want, yeah, I heard about that. I'll I'll, I'll stick with the uh, man beats person with special. No, no, no. I'm just looking for other stuff that we can discuss. But we'll go with it. We'll talk about stuff on four state, four state what we're expecting, who all we're going to run into. Um, I know Trevor's showing up, so we might be able to get a nice little cameo with him at some point. Um, he's supposed to get in touch with me sometime before 630, because I'm supposed to sit down and watch a bunch of Fulci with him. Um, he, wants to, he wants to watch a bunch of what? Fulci. Fulci? Yeah, Fulci is um, one oh, of those Italian film directors. And he kind of did, um, technically it was put out before Dawn of the Dead was released. But due to the popularity of Dawn of the Dead, stateside, it kind of became Zombie 2. Um, because basically when Dawn of the Dead came out, it was titled Zombie Overseas. And then Fulci released his movie, even though it was in production before Dawn. And it got retitled Zombie 2 due to similar themes. Uh, even though it kind of plays with the concept of occult zombies and flesh-eating ghouls kind of combined. And, you know, about like the voodoo, black magic zombies where they're not really undead beings, but it mixes that concept with undead ghouls. It's, it's a weird fusion, but that kind of led to its whole other like bunch of zombie films um that was exclusive to basically you know italy and foreign markets but obviously they got reissued to the states and dubbed and be kind of became cheapo drive-in fare and they kind of have a loose connection to each other but definitely declining quality after the first Fulci zombie movie very weird but he wants to get into that. I call it the zombie hole because it gets very confusing. Um, I've tried to get them all on DVD and Blu-ray, but I wound up with a bunch of duplicates because the American distributors of the films either insist on labeling them the same way they were labeled overseas, or you'll get a few that insist going by the American labeling where overseas... Fulci Zombie is Zombie 2. But here it's just called Zombie. And it kind of messes up the numbers. Because Zombie 2 over there would be Zombie... Well, Zombie 2 there... Or rather, Zombie 3 there would be Zombie 2 here. And yeah, it, it just befuddles everything. And because there's no cohesion in plot, and they don't share a lot of elements or characters... There's really no way to tell what came first. There's even one called, I can't remember what number it is. It might be Zombie 5, The Killing Birds, where it's like a mix of undead plus the movie The Birds. Interesting concept, but not well executed. 
If you watch uh, Thales videos at all, like he does not knock off toy reviews, he has this thing that he calls the Galaxy Hole, which deals with the Galaxy Warriors, which were knockoff He-Man toys and all the permutations of that line of knockoffs because they would just simply change the heads and stuff around. I mean, it would still be like the trunks and the rubber band bodies, big muscly arm, but they'll stick like a turtle head on them. Or they'll give them futuristic gear and kind of make them Star Wars inspired. Or they'll turn them into wrestler figures. <laughs> it's it's uh, suffice to say he has made over 28 videos just on that alone. Because <laughs> that was deep. Um, and I could probably do the same with the, the Italian zombie cycle. Because it's a mess, especially when you throw it in with the American distributors. Um, hell, like in Spain, um, like the movie House over there is known as La Casa. And La Casa kind of spawned its own sequels. And then somehow some of the Evil Dead movies got mixed in with La Casa. So in Spain, there is this really weird series called La Casa that kind of fuses a couple of different horror franchises together that have no reason to be related. It's heck, it's a mess. Heck, the house franchise is even screwed up here in the States. Because you have well, you have House, House 2, then if you want to go by the titles, it jumps straight to House, to house 4, but, 4. And, but House 3 is like a different title altogether. Yeah. The horror sure. show, they wanted to make it its own franchise, even though it's about an executed murderer um, that haunts the cop that helped him get executed in their home. And it all ends with the, one of those fake-out scares, or one of those fake-outs where everything's resolved and nobody's dead, and it's like, really? <laughs> Gave me such a wonderful body count. And now it's resolved. Like it never happened. And it's like it was uh, all a dream. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it when people blame um what was it? Newhart and Sopranos for creating that. There's been series that have done that trope and movies that have done that I, trope. It was time. It was Dallas that pretty much for I think first done it like that was like the whole season was a dream. So, well, that's what happens. I mean, you paint yourself into a corner. Yeah, they painted themselves in a corner. It's like, oh, we can't get out of this. We need this person back. Low ratings. Oh, we, we know what we can do. It was all a dream at the end of the Roseanne series. Roseanne eventually did it. <laughs> at the end of the series, oh, he, uh, he didn't, he actually died. We didn't win the lottery. Uh, he had and a then heart attack. The whole new series. Yeah. None of it happened. None of it happened. That last season didn't happen. Then, just, uh, then Roseanne, uh, Roseanne, uh, Roseanne dies. Took, <laughs> she dies because, or at least in the show, because she took too much medication and therefore allegedly took too much medication and went on a a uh, very non-politically correct tirade on Twitter or someplace and 
didn't like studios didn't like it and she didn't got canceled and not not the show she got canceled yep. so and the show got rebranded as the Connors yep and They're still re- refused to accept that as the part of the series and yeah 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 <laughs> oh my but anyways Wait. you got your your uh lums are on board yeah i'm just refilling you're calling i'm collating sorry w i'm not you drinking your stuff i'm saving that for four state i'm drinking off-brand coke off-brand coke all fresh. Oh, you get it from Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. You're okay. Uh, it's from Weiss. Okay. Well, I don't have that metallic taste. Uh, if I'm going to be hyper and <laughs> acting like I'm on cocaine, like Ooh. I never, I never did cocaine, but if I'm going to be that hyper, it's going to be because I OD'd on W Energy this weekend. So. Yep, he hasn't had a heart attack yet, but guess what? It's his turn. It's his, it's going to be my turn. Come back to work like a month later. What happened to you? I partied too heartily at at four state. Yeah, I'm going to have to go on about five hour energies while we're down there because he goes through them like you would not believe. Well, it's like, dude. That can't be good for you. It's like drinking like less. Drinking like three or four of these in a row of, you know, any type of energy drink, whether it be G Fuel, Monster, or anything like that, is probably not good for you. And I'll drink it like water. Just stunt your growth. W, Rev, Rev, why is your the whole aspect of your uh, metabolism off the charts in regards to you're burning through calories so damn fast? Dubby! <laughs> I gotta switch for, to the diet. G, uh, G Fuel. Uh, and it's time for you all at home to prove whether or not I'm doing a lion face. Lemon face. Lemon face. Lion face. 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 All right. Lumser, I'm bored. What plaything do you have to offer me today? Something out more audio on no just kidding. Uh something out of the SK system, ma'am. And it's not from Florida this week. It's by Joe. It's from the other place that wants to be. Florida, West Virginia. So, mm-hmm. we'll make you squeal. Squeal. <laughs> well, I don't know where I don't know where Saint Albans is, but um, apparently, <laughs> what was it at? Uh, Saint Albans. Uh, S. It just says S T period A L B A N S. So Saint Albans. Yeah, Saint Albans. Yeah. I want to say it's like middle of the state. West. Uh, the article is uh, 
West Virginia, West Virginia man was arrested and charged with beating his mother in the head with a heavy duty, yeah, heavy duty spatula after allegedly puffing Alleg paint. <laughs> well, I think they should have put that allegedly a little bit. <laughs> no, it's not. The puffing paint is alleged. The beating his mother in the head with a heavy duty spatula is confirmed. Uh, I can see him now. No, no, I wasn't puffing paint. I was huffing puffing paint. paint. No, 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 no. <laughs> paint thinner and gasoline. <laughs> is that paint thinner and gasoline? No, no, that's my moonshine. Uh, says according to a criminal complaint, uh, the 30-year-old is charged with a felony malicious wounding. It must have been one hell of a spatula, I tell you that, if it's able to wound somebody with it. Right. Um, it's not one of them rubber jobs. <laughs> oh, God. Was it one of them uh, metal jobs? It's got, like, the edge on it that you can cut with? No uh -huh. wonder. It just says, again, doesn't say, it said, um, dispatchers say a woman told them that she was hit in the head with a heavy-duty spatula by her son and was bleeding badly. Uh... Much of the spatula companies are all like, was it one of ours? Can we use this in advertising? Strong enough to beat mm -hmm. your mother with. <laughs> says, police found the person sitting on a bench in the front yard. The person had a large amount of silver spray paint on his face and a steel bar in his hands. He was shiny and chrome. <laughs> uh, glorious day. <laughs> the police say they had numerous work-related encounters with this person and were aware he frequently huffs spray paint. And oh. it says if if he can if he's convicted, he could face two to ten years in prison. I watched that Mad Max Fury Road, and I was like, I gotta try that. <laughs> Oh, God. West Virginia? No. Yeah. Please do not That's... stop this from letting Furioso <laughs> the movie happen because I, I want to see Furioso just because somebody was huffing sp silver spray paint does not mean it's a reason to cancel the movie. <laughs> oh, God. And I saw that one uh, documentary of the wild, it's like wild something of West, uh, West Virginia. Uh, it was done by one of the folks from Jackass. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, forgot what it was. It was on Netflix. It's been a long time. It When somebody brings it up and it's like, yeah, I've seen that too. Hi, I'm Johnny mm -hmm. Knoxville. And this yes, is West Virginia. Is the, <laughs> right. And the 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 family that they were following, they were like, it's like in this really rural town in West Virginia, and they're all a bunch of, uh, I'll say it like this, alleged, at the time, alleged drug addicts and so forth and so on. And one of them makes everybody here in West Virginia look like a Playboy model. And she's like, yeah, I, I'm... The most successful of the group uh, of the family because uh, and the prettiest because I I earn the most stripping. I'm like, oh my god, no, no, I I would no, 
the only t- money I'd be giving you in regards to stripping is to go away. <laughs> go away. <laughs> uh, best way to put it, um, you've seen South Park before. Yeah. Right? Uh, you know oh, the yeah. running gag? The the Like the running gag, every time they go to uh, like a strip joint, they have that one dancer. It's like, dance, dance. Anybody want to dance? Dance. Anyone like a dance? It's like that. It's like Squidbillies. Yeah. At the strip club. Dance. Dance. Hot damn. It's like, all like damn. Michelle Kwan. <laughs> no, it's like anybody else is. No. No. It's like, I. <laughs> You're making that person look good. No. <laughs> Where's my party? Like. <laughs> Oh, oh! It always comes back to the party liquor. So, anyways, uh, anywho, dramatic pause. Cue the music, and you are well. As always, you are watching Sasha After Dark, the podcast of darkness. Even though it's not after dark today, it's just a little bit after one o'clock, almost two. Uh, getting this out of the way early, and just in case I get stuck watching a Fulci marathon. Um, I, of course, am Sasha the Princess of Darkness. Uh, and with me, as always, is my co-host, uh, the Martinsburg Madman himself, Christopher Lumser. And I'm going to let him get out his because he's got to plug his plugs for the dubby and the Long Coat Mafia podcast, and the rest. So, we'll roll that beautiful bean footage. Look, a plug. No, uh, <laughs> but uh, don't know how those look. Look, look we don't plug. shave if you want to show those plugs off. <laughs> now, can I plug it back in? No, I can't. There we go. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm found on iTunes, the audio side, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the usual Hangouts. Uh, plus, I, I as well have a YouTube channel. Uh, Sasha has all the links. Yep. And so forth and so on. I am the Internet's most hated mafia themed geek podcaster. Um, that, according to some, because we haven't said this in a while, according to some, is a manifesto for mass shooters. Uh, <laughs> by the, as per those who never listened to an episode of. Our the show. Podca- our show. So. <laughs> and hey, I am Pennsylvania's most hated trans and horror hostess who's too adult for Blobfest. Her, <laughs> the certain uh, cuckolded spouse of a very popular Pennsylvania horror host. <clears throat> <laughs> if this on the cuckold, but we don't kink shit. We just call it quality people making an upgrade. <laughs> that be the case if you are a <laughs> Lucy Lou, you pl- please feel f- no. Uh one man's kinks is another person's downgrade. Punishment? <laughs> <laughs> but uh I also have um in regards to if you want to help support the show as always, uh you could buy buy from our 
partner slash sponsor, non-sponsor. I won't say non-sponsor. We haven't earned a dime from them yet. Uh, w Energy, just head to dubby.gg and enter in code LCM podcast for 10% off your order. Um, go to Sasha's OnlyFans in regards to supporting her there. And I do have a Patreon. It's only three bucks a month and you get content there. I have to kind of upgrade it and post more there. And uh, we also have a tip jar. If by Joe, we get enough money over the next couple of days when you ever hear this or see this, uh, all funds go to gas monies, upgrades for the show, extras for the show, and having fun. So, and it's we're not going to just pock the money and run off like some people uh, with their cryptocurrency scams, but uh, alleged crypto uh, currency scams. But uh, we use it for actual equipment keeping the lights on so forth and so on and bringing you this marvelous content content and and not to mention if we hit hit certain goals you'll actually see us um uh get tattoos goofy content and so forth and so on that you just have to contribute with that we know money's tight so every dollar counts but if you cannot uh donate as always uh, listen, sharing the post and getting the word out there always counts. Always counts. And, and the best part of it is, is like right now, um, on my OnlyFans, I am offering a free 30-day trial. So if you want to hop on, get a free 30-day trial, great. And if I see you hop on there and you get a free 30-day trial, I'll probably hop on and reduce the subscriptions down to the lowest price possible monthly. So it's like 35% off. Um I think with 35% off five bucks is oh math. Um it'll be like like three bucks and some change total right. a month, which is still cheap. And um yeah, so again, it's not like I'm telling you to spend 20, 30 bucks, three dollars and twenty-five cents. That that's not even a Coke at the movie nowadays. It's not even a pack of cigarettes, it's not even and a gallon of gas. And you have to think some cryptids out there want you to spend three fifty or three fifty. Three fifty. Damn not three fifty. I mean most people want five who, time. Who's that? That's the Loch Ness monster. He keeps wanting three fifty. Some like tree fitty. <laughs> tree fitty. Tree fitty. Some Paleozoic era. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, South Park, penetrating our co- pop culture like that. So, one of the first things that I want to kind of address, because we were talking about streaming last episode, it seems like we've been talking a lot about streaming. Um, But let's go back to Netflix, um, because Netflix in and of itself, and you got to understand, they started out as the killer app that killed the video store. Yeah. Uh, And it wasn't streaming that killed the video store. Oh, no, no, no. It was the mail order DVD and Blu-ray service. Of course, at the time, it was just DVD. Um, I want to say they got started in 96, 97. Um, But you'd hop on a computer. You would say what movies you wanted. They mailed it out. The system was a bit archaic back then. Um, But you get the movie. Once you're done with it, you send it back. They'd send you another one in your queue whatsoever. And they slowly started to phase it out. When they introduced streaming, and which was cool because when you initially had your option to rent DVD and Blu-rays, 
Um, basically, when streaming was introduced, it was like a free add-on. Here's some of the content that we have that you can watch for free because you get DVDs and Blu-rays from us monthly. It was a free service that was part of their DVD and Blu-ray rental. And they didn't have original content then, so I can kind of understand where they're coming from with the charging eventually. But even then, I always thought it was kind of unfair. And slowly over time, they have been killing their own DVD and Blu-ray service um, to the point now that it is officially ending in the September. So if you're not part of DVD.com, which is part of Netflix, um, end of September, it's gone. But what's which interesting, kind of, I, have, I'm surprised. Go ahead. Uh, sorry to in, interrupt, but I, I'm surprised that they are killing. It's probably too expensive, but considering there are some parts of the United States that they're, they either A, don't have high speed internet or they don't, you know, yeah, there are spots in this, of the United States. It, they're still on dial up and you can't stream anything on dial up, period. Right. And therefore, having that option, if you have ability to get online, going to DVD.com and getting those DVDs mailed to you is great convenience because that's what, you know, part of one of my arguments is with a lot of folks. It was like, oh, things are too expensive for you. Move closer to your job. There's a lot of folks you can't don't have that option of, you know, it's when you do that, the costs go up. Meaning, if I have a job, and if I get a job in DC, I'm staying here. Things are cheaper here in Dirty Burg. Uh, moving to DC, where rent is starts out at maybe two and a half grand a month, right? It is not going to be any cost efficient. Where milk here is at three bucks a gallon at the cheapest spot. There it's probably four fifty. Why do I want to move closer? And yet these folks that are in the western part of the United States, it's especially nowadays that picking up and moving is with inflation not a good idea. You, you're kind of stuck there right now, and having things mailed to you is a good idea. I'm sure there's still a lot of mom and pop DVD play uh, rentals right. out there, but. For the somebody that is homebound and just able to get out to the mailbox and back is easy for them. Uh, exactly. Maybe that maybe exactly. they're elder elderly or they're handicapped in some way, uh, or they don't have public I've transportation. Read, and from what I've read, they they've weighed the options on that, and I guess either they've decided that people nowadays have way too many of these and so they figure they can stream the movie through their cell phone service and eat the hell out of their data which sucks um where they feel that hey you know yeah it's a small area but the general store also provides rentals um you know, there's places up in alaska that still provide rentals um in places where the internet just tanks um and the thing of it is, is, is that we are moving closer to where Internet's going to be more accessible to people because, as you may or may not know, the old analog TV signal that used to run all of the channels back in the day, um, 
can't UHF and uh, what was it VHF, something like that. UH, yeah. I think UHF is more popular because of not just Weird Al's movie, but uh, it's more it's more pop culture ingrained. But uh, and, they're they're getting rid of that signal, and they're going to use that signal to provide wireless internet to the rest of the world that don't have easy access. Because even in those places that don't have the best or the greatest, they could at least throw up a antenna and catch something digitally that way. Um, and that's kind of like their line of thinking at the moment. Um, personally, now they've got a lot of people off of the old analog channel. Makes me want to make a pirate analog station just for fun. But um, the kicker of it is 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 that they weighed it and they're like, hey, yeah, this isn't a large percentage of our market. Um, we're going to basically consider it a wash. You know, which to a degree is unfair if you live in those areas, which I 100% agree with. But from a business aspect, you know, if we're already making very little money off of the DVD and Blu-ray service as is, and we're planning on killing it because it costs us more to keep it than to run it. I mean, basically from what I've been reading, it's not so much that it's costing them, but they're consistently not well in the black, but they're not in the red either. They're break even. They're at that break even point where they're not making anything on it. And it's vestigial at best to them from a business aspect. And it sucks. But there are other people that have taken up that niche. Be it red box, even though I've seen less and less red boxes lately. Like I went into Walmart recently and the red boxes that were there gone. Um, I noticed um, when I went to, because I live in Chambersburg, the Chambersburg Walmart, gone. the Shippensburg Walmart, no red box. And then when I went into Carlisle, same thing. And I'm like, where are all the red boxes? I know there's a red box by a family dollar near me. Um, but beyond that, I, I haven't checked the Walmart that I normally go to. Okay. But You'll have to give it a look. Because I so haven't I have seen them in um, Giants anymore. Now, they may have moved them inside more where I'm not used to looking. Because they used to be right near the entrances when you first right. walked in, which is the greatest impulse place to get them. Um, I know a few Walmarts have put them up toward the registers, you know. But again, if you're not shopping, do you really want to walk the whole way through the store to get to the red box? Probably it not. The red boxes mark. I get it from a marketing aspect. But the red so, boxes that were in the Walmart by me were the ones by the soda machines. Going yeah. get it, you know, get a Coke. Get you know, get a Coke. Get a Pepsi. Yeah, and, and usually those are out by the entrances as you're coming in or leaving. Right. Yeah, they they've moved some of them in, like like right near where the quick checks are, or where some of the other like the pharmacy registers right. and stuff are um so like as you're walking out it's right there but i don't know i haven't i haven't looked past those areas so they might have just moved them further inside but i haven't seen as many red boxes around at least in my area and the downside is something that we covered before is that uh when you have streaming services like netflix or like disney or what have you that has their own content like 
upcoming with Disney. Ahsoka's coming up as per this recording in a few days. Uh, Netflix has Stranger Things, and that's something uh, outside of what I we have planned to talk about. I wanted to get into that a little bit. They're not putting out hard copies for those movie, those shows, or that that content. That's another thing I'm gonna cover here in a little bit because I was shocked to see something happened recently while I was looking through art uh, yesterday. I, so we'll put a thumbs back into that. But what? it's that it's that aspect, you know. It's like when you have that's that's just two examples. I'm not saying they. It's like when you have streaming services like Netflix, Disney Plus, or Paramount Plus, or Max, saying, "Yeah, yeah, we have our own content, but we're not going to put it on DVD." Right. It, it, in essence, you are hurting folks that go to a library to rent videos, or a mom and pop shop that is renting videos. It it allows them to get you know watch Stranger Things, Ahsoka, or Mandalorian, or whatever the or the iCarly reboot, in a way, uh, right. whatever you want to watch. And but in the day, you know, it seems like a lot of these businesses are, are kind of severing their ties with physical media, which kind of blows. And as a result, since Netflix is ending DVD.com, they are basically, because a lot of people like me who love physical media, um, that way, when I have it, I have it. I can watch it anytime I want. I just pull out the disc up until it gets disc rot. I have that movie for however long. Of course, I make archive copies. I keep spare hard drives and hold on to those movies. Um, but the thing of it is, is, is basically, you know, a lot of us people who love physical media have been chomping at the bit to get at this library. Because a lot of us assume that when Netflix ends the DVD and Blu-ray service, that they were going to sell these outright to the public, liquidate the assets, you know, because I would hate for them to look up some of the prices of movies that I know that they have in their catalog that could bring some major money. Um, they probably are going to wind up doing that. We're going to see a lot of ebay and amazon sales that come from netflix which wouldn't shock me uh, but what the trip is is if you're still a member of dvd.com and no you can't run in and try to sign up for it now i've tried um but the thing of it is 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 that if you're a member by the end of september if there's anything still left in your queue they're going to basically send anywhere from one one disc, be it Blu-ray or DVD, or up to ten uh, from movies based on your queue that are available to you. So you'll get one last shipment of either one or ten Blu-rays and DVDs. And you don't have to return them. They're just giving them to you. And, I guess it. I guess it all depends on availability in regards to who gets what. Yeah, but even then, it's like that, that just seems kind of dirty. I mean, are they able to go in and load up their queue? Because they should be able to, you know, to some degree. Um, and that was one of the things I always had a problem with with the DVD.com service when it was still Netflix. You never know how long in line you're waiting for a particular title. Um, they did allow you to do set up your queue and then first available 
but I don't know how they're going to do this. Because, again, they're offering one to ten discs. I mean, who's going to get the one? Who's going to get the ten? And it just seems like a dumb way of handling it. Yeah, that's a great courtesy to the customers. But if you were renting one at a time, they used to do five at a time. That's why I quit doing Netflix, DVD, and Blu-ray. Because the five at the time, even though it was a little bit more, I could get all five, rip all five, send all five back, and get another five within a week. And that way it increased my archive library so I can watch them whenever I wanted to. Um, but the thing of it was, is they slowly reduced it down to three and then down to two. And I think it's only like one. And I mean, that kind of blows. You know, it's like, why does it matter if I'm getting one or five DVDs at a time or Blu-rays at a time? You know, might as well just let them all have five and be done with it. But the service is ending and this is what they're choosing to do. And they, everybody's just questioning how they're going to handle it. And Netflix is just like, we'll just send it out randomly. Good luck. May the odds ever be in your favor. That's Makes me wish I still had that that aspect of uh netflix added to my account if i was still a member of netflix and that way it's like hey i have another chance of doing it this september doing another unboxing the mystery box from netflix watch it's only one d <laughs> one dvd yeah no on my dumb our dumb Al still has dvd.com and i'm he just has a bunch he hasn't watched or sent back yet and i'm like again stop working all the time but side rant um but anyway um i'm curious what he'll get if he sends back those four or five discs he has floating around the house or he'll just be told to keep those four or five discs uh, i guess we'll wait and see well we'll, we'll say we'll, from al officially <laughs> get i'd say personally he should hold on to them and when September hits, see what emails he gets from DVD.com or Netflix and consider, you know, and for your end, my recommendation is that that's a video idea right there. It's like, I know you don't do unboxings on your channels, like, but hey, the mail shape thing in my life had these and, you know, these particular DVDs sitting in the back sit you know that you were supposed to send in from you know to dvd.com he got let's see how many he got from dvd.com and just open it up but do it as a short if you could do it under a minute but uh, the and it's not that i don't do unboxing it's just the fact that if i did unboxings I, i'd want to do a fail bag which is like a mail bag but given some of our commentators and some of the a-holes that we have to deal with uh i i'm kind of like i don't want to even give them a p.o box to send me anything because god knows what they'll send you know i did get this thing a long time ago from one of my fans um yeah i don't think the camera here will do it much justice or the lighting but it's a uh glow in the dark Buddha Fett. And uh, it was something that somebody 3D printed for me. Um, Les Rob from the Angry Bros um, Horror Host. 
Um, less has since passed, so maybe I'll still do a review of that at some point. Um, I just haven't been sure what exactly to say on that. I really don't get along with uh, the other brother very well, Lane. Um, but uh, they're at, they were both they're both out of Kansas. They haven't done any videos, obviously, since Les's passing. Um, but Les was always a card, always inappropriate with me. You know, I love inappropriateness and joking around. And he was like, "Well, anytime you want to move to Kansas, you get tired of the bullshit. You got a hatchet man here." I'm like, "Anytime you want to come to PA, you got a hatchet woman here." So. Yeah, that, but the thing is, uh, maybe on your end, but on my end, I there is like no interaction with any of folks. You have to interact; it, it helps the show. Uh, even if I set up, a, had the well, fun set up <laughs> uh, to get say, hey, if I had a PO box, you know, no one. Heck, I have an Amazon wish list, you know, and they. Have I gotten anything off of it yet? No. It's like yeah, I have an Amazon I, I, also, <laughs> but I just don't know if I would be allowed to put it on YouTube or anywhere else with some but, of the things I have on there. It's like well, there's some of the things I have on mine. It's like I haven't gotten anybody saying, "Hey, that stuff's too expensive. Can you find something cheaper?" And I would probably put some cheaper stuff on it, but uh, no one has no interactions, no nothing. So. It's kind of hard to say that in regards to everything. I don't know. My my rumble for only being a one-day venture is starting to pop off. I mean, I think I'm sitting at 12 views right now, maybe more. I, um, I have to check mine. It's been a while since I touched my rumble. I've got to... <laughs> that uh, came off more inappropriate than it sounded that uh should have been. I'm sorry, but they need to make a deal with Hasbro and, and actually put Rumble as part of their logo. I, I I would subscribe more often, as I say, as I as I play with uh, Slug here. But yes, he is a beefy boy. He's a beefy boy. Yep, beefy boy. But I've got some news if you want to hear it. Okay. Uh, speaking of Netflix, oh boy, and because we kind of brought up Stranger Things, oh boy, uh, it came out a about five days ago, so almost a week ago. Uh, even though we're in the midst of a strike in regards to the Screen Actor Gills and the uh writers union, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, aka Eleven herself has come out to say that uh, she's officially done with Stranger Things. So uh, it's uh, I looked over the article and it yeah, she's probably the only one that has great success with coming from Stranger Things with her being in the Godzilla movies uh, not to mention she's done the spin-off of Sherlock Holmes whatever it is uh Anola Holmes. Anola Holmes. Uh, I'm not knocking her as an actress at all. Or Anola Holmes, when I was on Netflix, I wanted to see it. I didn't get a chance to see it yet. But I'm not knocking the show. Uh, her as an actress, Anola Holmes, or anything like that. Uh, she's tired of, I think the article pretty much says she's just tired of doing the property. Um, 
I also there know Disney's courting her now too, because uh, they want to get her, Aaron Kruger, from uh, Solo, to be in Donald Glover's um, Clau- uh, Calrissian uh, spinoff show, and Donald Glover and his brother is going to be involved in solely writing it. Um, so I can already guess who they're going to get Millie Bobby Brown to play. But the thing I, is, I mean, think say... about who she looks like. It's pretty damn easy to figure out who Millie Bobby Brown would be playing. And I'm but like, all yes, all... please. <laughs> but all in all, it doesn't say if she's coming back. Good chance she's coming back for season five. But beyond that, she might be uh, her. She might have the contract that she's locked into doing season five. But beyond that, she's done. Uh, so they might be killing. Uh, rumor has, it, according to article, that they might be killing her off, or you know, one and done. Uh, but the thing is, not to mention the the showrunners for Stranger Things said at season five, it's pretty much done as it is. There's a bunch of controversy with that show anyway, um, because there was a bunch of writers that had been behind the backgrounds suing. Was it the Duffer Brothers that put that out? Yeah. I think yeah, that's and, and so that's been ongoing too. Um, so it's not like it's something without merit. Um, and that's what I think is completely trippy. Um, and not to mention past uh, with the strike and all that happening, it's now been told, depending on who you talk to, uh, it's season five is going to be filming or being put out in 20 uh 2025 if not 2027 by then they're not millie bobby brown and the rest of the cast i'm not they're not kids right now they're in their like 20s right now right uh so they're not going to look like kids anymore good chance they're not going to look like kids in 2027 by that time it the show's been out for over 10 years Yep, and it these kids are they, um, the, none of these kids. I won't say kids, not kids. Uh, youngins. None of these youngins are you know look like Keanu Reeves when he was playing uh, Ted. I think it's Ted mm-hmm. <laughs> when he was in uh, Bill and Ted. You know that he could pull off, but at least. Keanu Reeves was able to pull off a 17 to 18 year old when he was doing those movies. Right. Not someone who's going to be, you know, at at the time, 14, 15, 16 years old, and they're already hitting third, tapping 30. Granted, again, Keanu, when he was doing Bill and Ted, was in his 30s and he was still looking like he's 18, but Keanu Reeves is Keanu Reeves. Right, but at the end of the day, it's it is what it is. Nothing, you can't run a show for too long, right? And especially one that's focusing on on young people. If you're not recasting, and I know a lot of people poo poo on recasting, but you know, either you're gonna have to do time jumps, or you're gonna have to recast, and that means you can't do like set up a threat for the next season. Especially when you're going to have a gap of three or four years before the the next one comes out, and, and not to mention, not to mention, Stranger Things is not Rick and Morty. Um, granted, Rick and Morty had has its own, its own controversy, problems. 
its own problem. But uh, it's the best example because Rick and Morty had, had I want to say time zones, but with the animation, it's all voice actors, number one. Number two, they could do things, okay, this year uh, they could have that, I won't say time jump, but it could have that period of not being released of like a year, two years, five well, years we'll between seasons. Here in a little bit. But it, it, I, I got it's regarding a voice actor and their retirement and the fan outcry about it. Um, but it, it's a, a wonderful example, though. Yeah. It's, it's not something like Rick and Morty where things could, you could have a two year break or a three year break between the two, or if something happens between seasons like a strike, you could take that time off. And, but this, you haven't, you're dealing with kid, granted, these actors and actresses have not a, um, they've already stopped. I won't say aging, but they stopped growing there and everything else. But, you know, right now, I think the bulk outside of Millie Bobby Brown, no one's really hit that top level of success. All right. Maybe one or two. And, you and know. to me, sometimes you just got to let it go, you know? Right. Um, so one of the things that I said we'd put a pin in, because you brought up voice actors and Rick and Morty. Uh, well, another popular voice actor, and it's something that we talked about recently. Um, remember how I brought up that one of the next features that Paramount and the Hasbro Studios wants to do um, is kind of like a Transformers prequel dealing with a younger prime, Orion Pax, voiced by Chris Hemsworth. And a lot of people were like, why are they doing that concept what's going on behind the scenes well recently at one of the conventions um peter cullen kind of hitting around he's like hey i'm 82 uh it's getting to the point where i need to retire and you notice how he says i need to not want to and the man's 82 i mean eventually he's gonna pass i hate to say it um but peter you know he says yeah i'm probably going to have to retire at some point and I think that's why he hyped Rise of the Beast up so much and why he had so much fun for it with it. Because I think at that point, he realized that was going to be his last project. And I know Rise of the Beast has gotten a lot of intriguing hate to it. But now there's a lot of fanboys going back and re-examining it. Now that's on Paramount and things of that nature. And it's a fun movie. Um, you just have to forget that the, the Bay series did not happen. Bumblebee did and everything else after Bumblebee is part of that continuity. Um, but I think what's happening is, and again, just a theory, us conspiracy theorists here, is now that basically Colin has said, hey, I'm 82. I love doing this. I wish I could do this forever. But I'm 82. I'm not going to live forever. You know, I got to voice the self-transforming Transformer and this one last feature but you're not going to get another series or cartoon or maybe not even another movie out of it because you figure it takes about a year or two before a movie actually is filmed and comes out. And, you know, he doesn't want something that's, you know, a post humor, you know, humus or humor or whatever you call it once you die. Right. You know, he, he wants it to end on a high note and not be, hey, this is my last film and it only stand for that merit. He wants it to be 
hey, this is a movie I did before I went into retirement. I had a lot of fun with. And hey, here's the new guy, and I fully support him. Because he supports Alan Tudiak doing the voice in Earthspark. And Alan Tudiak does a great voice of Prime. And he's all about, you know, Chris Hemsworth being younger Prime. Because he's like, I feel as a character, he portray the young, brash Orion Pax. And later, he could change his intonation and be an older Prime. And I'm like, you know, I, I'm about it because it was a conversation I had the other day. And I think I even said this in the last podcast. Y'all need to stop casting older voice actors. We need to get new talent and new blood out there. And because life is not infinite. I know series and franchises seem to last forever. But at the end of the day, they're created and acted by people. And so you're going to see changes over time. Get used to it. Um, now, here, it's sad, but if he needs to retire, I say retire. You know, I get I, it. I, I agree. I agree. But I want to say if Hasbro and everybody was smart, they say, hey, listen, we know we want you to retire, but how about we go out with a swan song? And do, now this is my thoughts. This would be what I do. Let's go out with a swan, swan song. Come back for one last movie. Let's do. Let's bring back. Let's bring Hot Rod or Rodimus no. into. No. Yes, yes, no. yes. Share the Gen X drama. No, because this this is my thought process. Because you know they they've started what I consider the Bumblebee trilogy. You got Bumblebee, you got Rise, but Bumblebee has a character arc between those two movies. I'm like, or give it to Bumblebee, you know, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Give, or, give it to B. Or, make B hot rod the next prime. Bumblebee, uh, gold B, uh, gold bug. No, gold bug never happened. We don't discuss gold bug. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in a way, you know, have prime pass. Like insert boo this man. <laughs> have prime pass. And hand off, you know, granted in this universe, there is no matrix of leadership, yeah. but. Kind of, sort of, not exactly, but it's. You know, but you still uh, have him hand off that prime, that that title of prime. If there's a, a or that way, if there is. The theories of that matrix of leadership in the the Bumblebee tra- new timeline, he gets to hand it off to Bumblebee or you know somebody equally. It, it's been Bumblebee that's been the constant hand it off to fans are not going to like it. Fans are not going to like it. But this is how I would do it because I'm a sick twisted fuck. Um, they've already kind of hinted at time travel because with Rise of the Beasts, they brought in the Maximals. And even, you know, Optimus Primal makes the statement of, I'm from your future and your past. And so time travel was already an element. Do a movie that starts out on a war torn Earth where the Decepticons have finally won the war. And the only surviving Autobot is a heavily re engineered Bumblebee. And have that go back in time and be like, hey, this is the pivotal point of the war. 
Megatron's Megatron because we haven't had any sort of hints of Megatron in this new series of films. And then you finally cap it with some serious Megatron shit. Because Frank Welker's still kicking it. He's still voice acting. And you can have, like, the final Prime and Megatron confrontation. And you can have, like, this whole plot point with Old B confronting Young B. And, hey, this is where you can step in and change the time of the war. But you need to step up and be a leader and accept the fact that that prime is going to die. And that it's not time to give up, it's time to step up. And I think it would make a complete character arc. And I think it'd be something that would work for the fans. It's one of those things that I would have to find, if it had to be fine-tuned. But that's how I would go with it. I'm like, yes, time travel sucks. But it'd be kind of cool to do a Transformers Days of Future Past. You know, to kind of reference Mm X-Men. But not a film that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it almost ha- would have a original Transformers the movie kind of vibe because that, that's how they kind of they've already set them up Unicron. They are yeah they already set up Unicron. But with the original movie for the f- folks not watching uh, who are youngins and not familiar with the old school movie, watch it. It's probably somewhere. Uh, Hot Rod became. Rodimus Prime. It, it was pretty much his main story arc. He was young, dumb, and not just brash as a hot rod. If you want to have care. that in there, you could have Rodimus leading the surviving Autobots and who is the one that sends, you know, Road Warrior B to the past. Right. And I think that could be interesting and complete the cycle. You know, basically, hey, you need to step up and talk to your older self and prevent Megatron from doing whatever he's going to do. You could even probably throw in the reformatting, but let's not call him Galvatron because that's kind of lame. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't want to do too many Bay throwbacks, but um, yeah, I think it could be an interesting con, you know, an interesting way to cap it all and just have it as a trilogy and be done with it. And it'd be a great way to set up that new game that's getting ready to come out for Transformers, where the the war has been lost, and these group of human survivors that are dealing with the Quintessons are rebuilding the Autobots to help them. And so you, you get to play as a tank if, the, if they do what they say, you could have that little bit of an Easter egg, even if uh, they do... Megatron and Galatron, not the same what we see in the mo- uh, original cartoon movie. Uh, it's like you have Megatron, or in that aspect of Gal- Megatron becomes Galatron, and he's the one that, you know, led to this point. Have it in the new- that new movie. What did he say his name was? This guy's name was Galvatron. Just that, that older beat, Galvatron. <laughs> and all us who remember the movie are like, ah, uh, they did it. They did it. <laughs> they did it. What did he say his name was? And just, and just have like Unicron as a looming threat. Because I think it works better because like Rise of the Beast does not destroy Unicron. I mean, it's a freaking planet. A right. Giant, you're not going to win that fight at the end of the day. So. Kind of have that as a looming threat, 
and basically have older be explaining, hey, yeah, because you kind of pussy out here, um, the, the Earth has no defense against Unicron. And I think that could be that could be an interesting way of doing it, you know. And it would tie back into Primal and the whole nine yards. Now I have Primal stuff up and talk to be and like, hey, this is how history went down in my timeline, and this is what you need to do to get to the good timeline. Right, kind of like both the both the apocalyptic B and Primus Primal kind of mentoring. Young B, like, this is how you need to step up. This is how you need to be. Look what, you know. You need to don't be Don't fuck up. You need to be a lot. You have that capability. Don't fuck up. Yeah. Don't be brash. And I think that would work. But that's just me. And, and you would have the great, awesome, ultimate dovetail for Peter Cullen to end out on. And that's just how I would see it. Yeah. Again. But nobody's going to give us the ability to write that. <laughs> Like send me money, I'll do it now. <laughs> I'll be a scab. <laughs> I'm part of no guild. Um, speaking of, because we had mentioned um earlier, because you there's some things on Netflix and Hulu and other services that have yet to come to Blu-ray and DVD. Um, I was shocked because was at Walmart the other day. If you do not have HBO Max and you have not watched The Last of Us. Guess what's on Blu-ray and DVD right now? The Last of Us? Yep, the complete first season. You can pick it up on Blu-ray and DVD. It's probably now for digital as well. I know the copy I saw on Blu-ray came with a digital code for Voodoo. So I would assume you can buy it. You don't, you'll have to look it up later. Um, but that's available. But here's, here's the catch. And this is what I think is kind of a kicker. Um, Hulu slash Disney has stepped up and says, yes, we're going to be dropping a Blu-ray and DVD here soon. And of course it figures, because I've been trying to find, figure out every possible way that I can pirate this without it crashing my computer. Um, they're finally releasing Prey onto physical media, um, as well as Voodoo and other digital platforms for purchase, so you can own it. Um, so Thank you, Disney and Hulu, for making this easier. This is a whole year after the initial release, um, which makes sense. And maybe that's a model that they want to keep with because that gives you a whole year of people basically having to have the service in order to watch it. And then a year later, it hits a physical media or a other digital download service. Now, granted, that hasn't been their model for theatrical releases or anything of that nature, but I guess they got enough demand from Prey to finally advocate for a Blu-ray DVD release. I just hope it's not bare bones with a lot of recent Blu-ray DVD releases that I've seen. Like, don't get me wrong, Love Evil Dead. I went ahead and rushed out and got Evil Dead Rise when it hit Blu-ray and DVD. But now I kind of wish I waited to see if they're going to release a deluxe version with a director's cut. Um, because the the cut that's on Blu-ray and DVD right now, very bare bones. No background, no deleted scenes, no nothing. It's like, here's the movie. Enjoy. And yeah, The Last of Us is on Voodoo right now. Uh, the complete season starts at uh, 
$24.99. So it's like $25. Yep. And that's not bad. That is not bad because you would have spent, because I want to say it ran for about five or six months on HBO Max. And so that's about what you would have paid for monthly fees for it anyway. But uh, yeah, if you wanted to own, there you go. Um, but yeah, Prey is supposed to drop within the next month or two to physical formats. So maybe I'll get off my ass and that much maligned um, Predator retrospective will happen. I'm getting ready to drop uh, the blob video here soon. Um, that had different delays for different reasons, but I was going to release it this summer anyway. Uh, but we're not getting into that history. Watch past right. videos. You'll, you'll figure that out. I'll probably release a video of my own discussing all of that at some point. Um, just so certain people who don't feel they can get away with some bullshit. So there's an archive and a record out there. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's basically what's been going on with streaming and services of that nature. Um, so yes, we're finally getting some physical releases of things that we thought we'd never see. Um, and on top of that, you know, we're getting... You know, definitely some changes to streaming services, but there's a lot of negative and not a whole hell of a lot of positive, unfortunately. To get into, because uh, I want to get into kind of two things, if if I yeah, can. You can. Um, uh, there are two things I want to get into, but they kind of are hand in hand with each okay. other. Um, first thing is... Uh, it's been announced, Microsoft announced that as of July 29th, 2024, it will be shutting down its store for the Xbox 360. So all the older folks that are still using the Xbox 360, they won't be able to buy anything off the, the store digitally at the end of, pretty much the end of July next year. But the the games that are there on the store or that are backwards compatible, whether it be Portal 2, Star Wars Battlefront 2, you know, uh, the old Halo series or the old Borderlands series or the old Call of Duty series, the original Black Ops, they, you could still buy those games. And on the Xbox One, the Xbox One Series S and X, uh, you could still buy those games. They will be available to purchase for as long as you got the modern console, you could buy those and still play online. I don't know if you buy something like Call of Duty, the original Call of Duty Black Ops, if you'll be able to play um, online and online matches or not. I think you, it depends on how the game operates the, uh, the matches. I, if my memory serves, if you play like Call of Duty, it's not a central server somewhere in like Nebraska or someplace like that. It's in essence, if you're playing a call of duty match, somebody on that mat in that match is the host console. Meaning if they have sucky internet and their internet goes down, you everybody's kicked off the game, that match. Um, so I don't know how that, plays with everything you know plays with everything on the similar note the reason why 
I said that because uh, it's come out within the past week or so, or it will be coming out. Rockstar Games is releasing or has released a uh, remastered version of Red Dead Redemption, the one that came out in like uh, 2012, 2014, and around there. The one that appeared on the PS3 and the uh, 360, the original, the, the original game that the sequel is based off of. Fans are pissed. Now, the X, this is one of the few times the Xbox fans are pretty much qu- kind of quasi-quiet over. It's mainly the PlayStation folks uh, and the Switch folks because there's no online multiplayer at all when it comes to this remaster. It comes with the the add-ons, but no multiplayer. And folks are also mad that it's not 60 frames per second. It's not... Uh, the graphics haven't been upscaled or anything like that. So you and it's a seventy. I think it's like between fifty to seventy dollar game that Rockstar is selling this for. And a lot of folks are like, it's not high quality. It's not this, not that. But again, on the Xbox, you could buy the game for thirty dollars, the three sixty version, and it comes with multiplayer. I could hop. I could probably hop in a multiplayer match on. Uh, right now on my Xbox One for the original Red Dead. I have it installed. I can play the game right now. If you folks want to buy it, they could save between $20 and $50. Uh, $20 to $40 for the game. And it comes with multiplayer. Yeah, it's the same quality graphics that you'd be playing on the PS5, meaning it's not H- It's not even 1080p. It's probably 780p at best. And it's going to be 30 frames and heck the Xbox some uh, from what one person said, the uh, even in emulation, you get it for to do 60 frames. And there's a possibility the series S and X under the emulation for the system to play backwards. Compatible games could get it to the, that quality. So it's, Fans are yeah, fans are upset, and you. I have to look into one or two of the videos. You might have some of the PS5, Sony diehards, and the Switch diehards going, uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. We we could do it better, and I'm going to take the viewpoint of uh, Mudar. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm butchering his uh, name from some ordinary gamers a little bit better in regards to this. That yeah, it, on our emulation, you could get it better. So if you could find it. Physically, uh, like going, getting a PS3 copy or a Xbox 360 copy off of Amazon, then do it. Get it. You have that hard copy like we were talking earlier, and you can play it under emulation, whether it be Steam Deck or if you have something that is able to play physical media and emulate that software, whether it be on your PC or what have you, do so you'll be able to get and especially if it's able to upscale to uh 1080p or 4k it depends on the system and graphics card you you have i'm not that kind of guy but um either way right uh, only other I, thing, go ahead 
I I don't think there's anything else really to discuss. Um, other than of that, outside of that, um, I'll save the other thing for next time we speak or anything like that. Um, no, what's the other thing? Here. Um, pretty much, uh, ha uh, Wizards of the Coast pretty much got caught out, or they caught one of their artists using AI art for doing. Pretty much, what happened was. Uh, the has, artist, though. are you surprised? Uh, yeah. No, um, the artist had a history of kind of depending on, uh, if I'm probably getting the, the it depends. Yeah, when you have like five different people trying to give the story, everything gets a little bit muddled. So please forgive folks at home and Sasha, uh, depending on who you listen to and who you read, the artist uses he's not one of these that just types on a keyboard saying, I need X, Y, and Z. He, this artist does it mostly himself and uses AI to help finish things. Um, and therefore he doesn't really, he doesn't hide any of the fact that, Hey, I use AI to help me with my art. And Pretty much Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast tapped on the shoulder. Hey, we want you to do art for us. And some of his work made it into the current books. And they're like, that's when, when he was called out on it. Not so much the artist, but when Hasbro was called out saying, hey, this artist uses AI to help with the art. And that's when Wizards of the Coast was like, oh, my God, yada, yada, yada. It's like, oh, we guess what? So-and-so, you are fired. Bye-bye. We do not condone AI art in our books, so forth and so on. Again, it's Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro. And uh, if folks at home, we've covered it on the show and it's been covered on YouTube and other podcasters better than we have uh, in regards to how bad both Hasbro and Wizards of the Coast uh, over the past eight months have been kind of scummier than usual in regards to how they do shit. Um, not to mention Wizards of the Coast is like, yeah, we're going to up... <laughs> we're going to up the cost of everything and we're going to make sure we sell books for like $60, $70 on, as digital through D&D and beyond and yet delay the actual physical media for months and months and months and before it actually comes out into people's hands. So it's just one of those things depends on that. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll put it like that. Folks at home, go indie, go indie. Um, as much as I don't like Kickstarter, a lot of times, sometimes it's more reliable. Uh, Patreon, you'll get a lot of uh, more trustworthy folks through like Kickstarter and Patreon than you will wizard so if you're go looking to get into DD, yeah you might need the core books get them on sale where you can get them at walmart get them on amazon yeah even though yes me and sasha will agree support your local hobby shops that sell DD books but if you're on a budget yeah you have to go through amazon uh 50 per book is expensive especially with the when you're buying three books at $25 off each through Amazon, and you can get them on sale. Yeah, you're saving yourself a bunch of money um, if you're on a severe budget. And yes, $75 is way cheaper than 
plus shipping right. handling way cheaper than 150. So, but if you're able to do it in piecemeal, like get the core book, uh, player's handbook now, then yeah, do that. And not to mention going online, it can be in some cases cheaper. There is workarounds with DD Beyond to just get certain sections that you need, but it's uh, D Beyond makes it a hassle. And from what I hear, Wizards of the Coast made it even more of a hassle to, hey, I only need this section, which will cost me $5, not 50 And they're making it more and more of a hassle each and every time. So do we encourage piracy? No, but uh, we will cons- tell you, we can recommend see your friends. See your friends. See your friends. Speak to your friends that are into the hobby. Um, good chance they could hook you up. Uh, I say just fly the Jolly Roger and be done with it. Our yeah, flag yeah. means death after all. And folks at home, uh, I'm sure if I haven't, since I don't have a printer myself, uh, to test to test it. If I did, I would be more than happy to test it. Uh, if you're able to get the PDF files yourself, the through either depending on your means, I'm going to strong, say legit means there's nothing stopping you from printing those files out yourself. Yes. It's 300 pages or roughly 300 pages. You could make your own books. Uh, if you print them out, but back to school season is in full, full swing and places like office max staples, if there's still store staple stores around the country, uh, Walmart, Target, all sell binders and, you know, little plastic uh, sheet uh, paper, like, holders, which is, like, the sheet holders. You can make your own, print them out, have the books on your shelf for probably a hell of a lot cheaper. Not to oh, mention yeah. you have all the, um, the, a lot of folks that out there, like DM Dave, and um, that put out their content on a monthly basis. Like right now, as of the 20th, you know, probably another 24 to 48 hours, um, I'll be getting a PDF campaign. I'm not sure how long it is. It'll probably be anywhere between 50 to 90 pages, if not a little bit longer than that, through Kickstarter. It's going to be a PDF. I could, I could print that out. If I had a printer at home, I could print that out, put it in my own book, design the book. You know, hey, I have artists friends who are artists and could yes i'll say this if they want to pay the artists what they were worth meaning if you have a friend that's an artist and they'll they tell you yeah i'll do it for 10 15 dollars where everybody else it's 50 pay them the 10 15 dollars uh but if you have that one artist friend that'll do it for pizza and beer you know do it that way or if they'll do it for a box of pop tarts do it for a box of pop tarts, you know. Whatever and you you'll do. have some. Whatever you got to do. Um, I, yeah, I, I had another thing that popped into my head. Um, hey, I, I got yelled at by um, a couple of folks in the D and D community. It's like, in regards to, it's like, yeah, uh, I have artist friends, and it's like, I'll offer up a box of pop tarts to do artwork if they wanted to, but I'll pay them what they're worth, and. The friend that was sitting next to me was saying, "Yeah, I'll do it for a box of pop tarts. What what kind are you off? What kind of uh, flavor are you offering up?" And I, I told him, "It's like 
if I needed you, it'd depend on what you want as a fl- whatever your favorite flavor it is. If it's raspberry, blueberry, s'mores, whatever. Uh, but it's that if that's my point. You could probably do it in piecemeal or less on your own. It yes, it's going to cost you printer ink, paper, and so forth and so on. But you could do that in your own time. And if you are a smaller streamer or YouTuber like me and Sasha are, or even tinier, and you want to get that foothold, print it out, do it, make the book on Twitch or Kick or YouTube live stream, and build up an audience for yourself. So go ahead, Sasha. You say you it came up with an yeah, idea. It just popped into my head because we we've been talking a lot about the Raiders strike. And, you know, how we need to support artists and things of that nature. Um, Here's what I think is intriguing. So as many of you know, Halloween is approaching. Um, We're actually getting one Hulu and other channels. A whole new season of AHS plus a special. Um, None of it's been shot or done yet. And it's actively filming and recording and is going to be out in time for Halloween and the months following. And AHS, for anybody in the horror community, is American Horror Story. I just could never get into the show. It bored me. C'est la vie. Um, Televised horror shows I I rarely can get into. Unless I can sit down and watch a whole chunk of of a season at a time. Um, But the thing of it is, is, is that AHS is using scab writers scab actors scab directors so if you're a real horror fan and you want to support you know the the fandoms and the art the artists and things of that nature you better not be watching ahs this halloween you better not be watching american horror story you better be looking at your friends that make indie films you better be looking for your dumb yeah you know other content that's out there and yeah, but I read about that the other day and it's it just seems dirty because they're that's how they're getting content out. They're they're actively using scabs. And so you that, know who's involved, so Disney's involved too. So uh they're just as complacent. Technically with uh everything we if we were we could have been compliant with what uh the SAG and Rider Strike compliance in regards to influencers that hey we shouldn't be talking about places like netflix and disney and and current projects that are working on because it's part of the list but uh we are right now both me and sasha are kind of like the tiny tiny little bit of creators we're not even we're barely are we content creators yes yes are we influencers we're not that big no no nowhere in the slightest we don't Um, make a living doing this we still have our crappy nine to fives or our three to eleven thirties in mind will be here soon but Uh uh even with um some i've watched a few like tiktok creators that even they it's like hey i have only three i might only have like five to ten million followers I don't consider myself an influencer. I consider myself a contact creator. While the folks that have like 20, 30, 40 million followers or 70 million followers, those are influencers because they have such a high uh, subscriber count. But uh, me and Sasha are not. We want to talk about news. We want to talk about folks that are part part of the news. 
and speaking of, I think we have this, uh, it's up to Sasha because it, this is pretty much her dance for the most part. Um, to kind of, uh, end it on a good, end on a, uh, on a good note and a positive note, even though we try to be positive every, uh, episode, uh, there is going to be a indie filmmaker, or at least several indie, technically several. There's going to be indie artists and indie creators of various people this upcoming weekend, uh, or depending on when we both me and Sasha drop this uh, video episode, at least the audio, it will be the, by the end of this week. This weekend, uh, August 26th and 27th in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania will be four state comic-con or four state pop culture show. Um, there's going to be at least one, uh, indie filmmaker there that I know of Mark Byrne. He's a wonderful guy. I was in, uh, his indie film Bigfoot, uh, several years ago. Um, as per indie artists, there's going to be multiple multitudes of indie artists out there like George, uh, selling their indie art and that you can support and probably a bunch of other indie creators there and come on down dan oaks dan oaks dan oaks is going to be there selling his wares so um if you come down tell him that sasha and the martinsburg madman himself uh told you to uh well go up and say uh did you draw that and when he gives you a scowl look say Sasha the Princess of the Darkness and the Martinsburg Madman told you to say that to him. <laughs> we'll get yelled at and run take away. Picture of and run away. And when he complains, we tell um uh, if you get cornered by him or by his minion of a chicken, uh tell him Sasha and the Martinsburg Madman told you to do that. Uh, I think we're yep. both happy to take that blame for him. He'll he'll just give us a look and just shake his yeah, he'll know that but, we're uh, chaos. We're, we're agents of chaos. Uh, he'll he'll probably call us both an asshole, but you know we'll, we'll take that from Dan. We'll, t- yeah. we'll take yeah, take it. Um, and, we'll and, take and it. Just so you guys know, there's going to be a couple live videos as on our road down to uh, not only pick up the Martinsburg Madman himself, but the road to Harrisburg for Comic Con, and so there's going to be some live content. Um, it's going to be some of most of it's going to be on TikTok, uh, but I'll make sure I get some other video and other video footage for yeah. like uh, Instagram, YouTube, all of that happy stuff. Uh, Same just here. Content warning: Beware, because our after party venue is going to be quite lively, and I don't know how I'm going to get cameras in there, but I will find a way. <laughs> but uh, uh, let me put it like this: on my end of things, there. Um, there won't be a uh, reboot. What kind of what we are doing right? Me and Sasha are doing right now next week in regards to a podcast. But I will be trying to get audio content from uh, Four State Comic Con in Harrisburg, whether it be one panel or two. It depends on consent and permission. So I know uh, Four State knows who I am, knows Sasha. As long as we behave. We can get as much content, as much content as we want. And I know uh, Andrew has stated that as long as I ask permission and I get permission to record panels, uh, 
and therefore I, I can do that. So I will try to get at least two panels, um, both of which will be, one of which will be. Sasha sits quietly in the back and keeps her alcohol consumption to a minimum. (laughs) So, but, uh, I will try to get those panels for you, at least one panel for all of you out there, uh, to kind of fulfill the void that week. If not, I'll, I'll record something solo, um, and who knows? We might even get a podcast in on Sunday. And so we're going to so, be hanging out Sunday. So either way, we'll try to do something. We'll there. We will have at least something on my end for all of you out there, for all of you boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, and aliens of all ages. And of course, uh, so, our, our our people from the ether that love to talk that <laughs> right. But, uh, other realms and realms. I gotta add that into everything so it's no longer be ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and aliens of all ages. And the spirit I always go world. guys, gals, and non-binary pals. <laughs> so, <laughs> so whatever floats your boat, uh it, it's that sort of thing. We are going to have fun. Um uh, I uh, I found a pack of radio vac batteries that say they last 12 years. I know a guy within the last two or three years. So these should work with my camera. And uh, this time I will remember uh, to bring myself at least a cell phone with me <laughs> because I've got it last time and everybody was worried about madman. What's wrong with you? You're not answering our texts and our messages on uh, Facebook messenger. Are you okay? Is something. No, I just forgot the phone at home. Um, uh, so okay, I'll have it. I'm going to mom you. When we, get there, <laughs> when we pick you up, be so, like, did you pack your cell phone? You, you got a charger? Yeah. Fresh pairs of underwear? <laughs> <laughs> you wearing clean underwear now? Clean underwear, yeah. So, it, um... <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have a camera. I'll have photo. I'll have uh, batteries for everything. Uh, I'll make sure both the current camera I'm using, the non-potato camera for the show is charged. The extra battery for it is charged, so that way we could have I have, I think I have a similar hat sitting in the back. So one chapeau, <laughs> I, and I'll be. What did I do with the? Don't tell me it fell. It was a work score. I was cleaning out the uh, maintenance <laughs> office. <laughs> I can't find what I do with the uh, the mask. I'll have the mask with me. So yeah, I'll bring, um, I'll bring the twin mask with it. I just gotta find like uh red lettering that has like an age or something with it <laughs> if you want uh when i packed overnight i'll put the uh one of the extra uh things in it that has an h on it for you to use so all right just as long as the h is visible because <laughs> this one's black they should be, should be visible so it's it's golden it's like it mimics the one that i have that way we could do a whole, you'll never learn. Learn, do you? <laughs> just wander around with a mask on, just for a little while, after I get all the panels and it's time to sit oh, down. Do, do, do you want a flamethrower, a fire axe, a machete, um, a, a, a crowbar, so you see you feel armed <laughs> when you're with us? <laughs> <laughs> Heck, if Donnie's there... We'll get something off his booth. Hey, Donnie, can I borrow this and just wander around for we, a little bit? We, we we got stuff from Donnie also. I've got a machete from him. I've got <laughs> I've got a little, little knife. Uh, 
folks, uh, Donnie Drum is a wonderful gentleman at period, end of story. Yeah. We'll grab something with him. So we'll, we'll, with him. Heck, we'll, we'll, we'll grab him. <laughs> we'll call I mean, mass chaos with him. That's what you want to do. I mean, no, uh, he's a little young. Uh, it was kind of groomery. <laughs> no, I'm talking Donnie. Donnie, Donnie. I'm saying, you, 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 you were saying you were going to grab him, and hence I was Not that him. way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that way. I always knew you were a touch funny. <laughs> I can smell my own. <laughs> <laughs> Do I really need a shower that bad? Um, but depending on what happens at the after party, it depends on how much W I've drunken and during the day and how <laughs> how things fall. I might be the grumpiest motherfucker on the planet, or heck, I might just you know it. It all depends. <laughs> No, it's actually called the Necronomanom nom 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 nom. And they have version for drinks. For mixing drinks. I'm like looking all over it. It's like sitting right next to me. I'm a little mask. Like I'm looking all like, where the hell did it fall behind me? No, it's sitting right here by yeah, my I remote. up a goodie bag. I, I'm gonna need that mask, the hockey mask, the claws. I gotta put um and though. folks at home, the if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, I will have my baggies of dice and with a business card of how to find the show. Um and in his long uh, coat, he'll have the other baggies. <laughs> I'm not bringing one of the long coats with me. And my if I dug out my duster, man, put that shit, put that shit in my, in my hand. hand. Uh, <laughs> but it all have uh, pins and all have stickers and all kinds of stuff. So while supplies last, while supplies last, I have a big shopping bag of uh uh that will have a decent amount of dice for it for all you dice goblins out there. So just look for the. Just look for the trans chick that's built like a truck in a miniskirt, and she'll have the free stuff. Also, will appear to be heavily armed, but not. Or, <laughs> or find the the large framed fellow, or semi large framed fellow, wearing a uh, a baby hip sack. <laughs> or because I I recently picked up for free a uh, it's one of those like baby care packs like that. It's like a fanny pack, but it's not for like yeah. keeping baby supplies in. I'm like, I could repurpose this for my show. That way, I'm not lugging around a stupid backpack all the damn time. I have everything in holster level. One of those buttons from the '80s to put on it that says "baby on board." <laughs> <laughs> so, in good chance, George and Jose, uh, George and friends will be our base of operations. During it, or Dan will be our base of somewhere will yes. be our base of operations. D designs or uh, what's that studio that they twenty first twenty first. Oh, uh, no, that's Dan. E, uh, twenty first century. Epgen Dan. Uh, Epg or something. Mpn uh, art. So it either way, we'll we'll be there. We'll be bugging the usual band of idiots. And it, I know uh depends on who's there. We'll have we'll have fun, we'll have a few laughs, we'll be we'll behave reasonably. 
<laughs> within chaos. I might have to be the straight man in a lot of things. So uh, there are, as I said, there's two panels I wanted straight. to get. More ways than one. Uh, there are two about grabbing Donnie. Straight. Yeah. There are two panels I want to get at Four State, one of which is the Power Rangers panel, because it's been a Long Coat Mafia podcast tradition over the past eight years, for some ungodly reason. Um, and that's one of the things when I approach them to record it, it's like, if you tell me no, I'm going to post... I'm going to go back to my home base of operations. I will be creating a meme with Rita Repulso saying, after 10,000 years, the curse is broken. <laughs> and then look like, you don't understand. But um, uh, the other one is about the, the trope of rescuing, rescuing princesses and all that. Uh, that's Sunday, and hopefully I get that. Of the and... Princess of Darkness has got to go to that one, because ain't nobody rescuing my ass. <laughs> But it it's stuff that I would like to get and get good chance I'll be going gonzo. I told Sasha like earlier, should I bring everything? And she's like, Yeah, don't don't just for the sake yeah, of everything, keep gonzo everything. Gonzo journalism. You, you you all you um, need is your Alcapoco shirt, your T shades, your a leather brief satchel full of drugs, and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be but, saying quite frequently as your attorney, I advise you to take this. <laughs> I, but with with me, it'd be Sasha will probably mother me. I Sasha, she'd be like, I you, have you drunken anything today? No, I haven't. I'm in. Here's a bottle of water. As your attorney, I advise you to drink this bottle of water. You're not hydrating. You're slowing down. I advise you to drink this cup of W energy. <laughs> Here's this bottle of water. It's the Russian water. I can't think of the name of it, but it starts with a V. It should do you pretty well. It's made from potatoes. It's good for you. It's low carb. <laughs> and later that day, Al's wondering why you have to wheel me out with a uh, hand. <laughs> I, I found this handle of stuff that's named after a 90s band, and it looks clear, so I think it's safe. It strips paint. <laughs> It'll probably be one of the few times that uh, I'll be that night. It'll probably be one of the few times I'm actually drinking beer. So, Ooh, beer, mm, beer. But anyways, yes. Anywho, tuned for live content. We'll, like I said, I'll make sure I throw something on TikTok. I know it's been a while since it's been on TikTok. Sorry, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. Same with me. It's been almost a year since I posted, or several months since I posted something on TikTok. Yeah. I gotta, we'll, I'll do something this week. And then I'll make sure we get some content for OnlyFans and YouTube. Probably whatever I can get for the after party will be OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, I would probably have to use my cell phone for that. Uh, any content for if after party, depending on what's going on. Uh, just that uh, I think I would say thankfully. Uh, I don't have D&D tonight, so after the, recording this, uh, I'll wander up to the store, get a few items, and when I wander back, it's I'll be trying to work on either editing this episode or clipping out last week's episode to post up, and I have one video to post up right before, uh, that's the unboxing of the book I got the other day. And that will go up like right before the weekend. So everything, when people pick up the cards at four state and 
so forth and so on, they'll be able to at least have videos on uh, at least my YouTube channel to to recent videos to watch, and they'll have uh, recent audio stuff to listen to also. Um, to let Sasha know, I'll be posting the audio version of this closer to Friday, and I'll post a kind of a lost media type episode on either tonight or or Monday. That way there's two big episodes this week. I just want something, our fresh recent episode closer to four state for the folks instead of something really far back in the week. So this brawl uh, and edited one will obviously go to OnlyFans first. If you're not in yeah. my OnlyFans, please hop on for that free 30-day trial. Um, I don't have any limit or cap put on that, so take advantage of it. And as soon as I see you enroll, because um, I check it at least two or three times a week, um, I'll make sure that you basically uh, can get a even cheaper membership if you decide to go with that after that 30-day trial is up. Um, outside of that, anything else you need to add or anything you want to plug no. before we go? No, just uh, check out the the audio stuff that I have up on our end of things, uh, as always, because there are, there are a few days of the week that we don't, at least I don't get any listens up through Podbean or the usual band of platforms. Um, I know, check out the YouTube channel, what I have up. I know it's just a lot of clips and the unedited stuff that we put out in regards to the show. So we do have a back catalog ranging for from a lot of stuff over the years podbean is podbean is on all platforms whether it be ios or android and you go go back on my platform and hear the cringeworthy stuff from eight years ago so check us out feel free to download everything's gonna suck it always it, it don't matter you know like my first video on youtube not the greatest i i even did a remake of it and even the remake, I feel, is not the greatest. Um, we're, as artists, we're always improving. Um, scared about my first film, but we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, I've made plenty of many features for uh, a certain festival that will remain unnamed. <laughs> Future video for that. Yeah, but, it, uh, it begin for the folks at home. It begins with B and rhymes with Rob. <laughs> yeah. But uh, your first is always going to suck, so don't sweat it. It's part of your history. If you it, can't yeah. look at what your past was and cringe, you've done something wrong. And folks, uh, heck, I know like Apple Podcasts and Google Play and Spotify only go back, at least for us, the last 90 episodes. Uh, check out stuff from at least the, this year, our the bonus episodes that we put out this past uh, May, or say, if not, uh, yeah, it was May, June, and early July. We put up, put out a lot of uh, retrospective episodes in regards to stuff from the beginning, like the past eight years. Some of the 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 beta episodes we put up, some of the early episodes we put up, hostfuls. So you could hear the cringe and how we started, and heck, download the stuff that. Uh, me and Sasha have done over the past several months. Give it a listen, several especially years. Past several years, uh, especially the past few oh, weeks. Speaking of, because I've had a few people ask me why why the reboot title. Well, I wanted to do a change in format because past 
podcast and then hot kind of hodgepodge. And I also wanted to keep track of the number. And this is episode 22, which, wow, you know, of just the reboot. And that's because we're doing a cast pretty much at least once a week, aside from times where I was ill or something of that nature. Right. So you get at least a bare minimum three or four episodes a week, whereas in the past you didn't. And it was a change in format. I wanted to kind of have that. And not to mention on... Yeah. Not to mention on my end, the reason why me and Sasha teamed up is because at the time when we started this, the reboot, rehash, repost, call it what you want, uh, I was going through burnout. I needed new content. I need something. I needed doing things solo is rough. You need sometimes you need a, another person to bounce things yeah. off of. Sometimes you need somebody like to take up the devil's advocate side of things. And even though they agree. Sometimes you need somebody to have that. What about this? And take that opposite side. And when Sasha wanted to do the reboot and it was the perfect match, like I need to get out of the slump. I need to get, you know, new content up. It was a mutual agreement of, Hey, let's share, let's, you know, team up and maybe we could uh, have that rising tide lift all ships, so to speak. Exactly. And it gives you somebody to, like you said, to bounce off of. And it gives you more slice of life content. Because as my only fans have been saying, like we really love this stuff at the beginning of the show. Because you're seeing how the episode is getting set up. You're seeing like things that you could talk about, but you don't really talk about. Because um, anybody who's watched, and yes, last week's edited episode is up on my YouTube right now. You get a little taste of the behind the scenes in the, the first couple minutes of the episode. Then it kind of cuts to the logo credits. And then we go into, hey, Lumser, there's a lot of shit you guys are missing if you're not on my OnlyFans or listening to Lumber's, you know, Lumser's audio-only podcast. That's the only and, place you're going to get the full deal of me. And uh, so, yeah, make sure you're looking at both outlets. And, um, and the thing is, with the pre-show, when you hear it first on the audio side, is that we work out topics prior to hand, not just... Uh, it's pretty much the rough cut of what we talk about in the show. It's sometimes like last week, if you hear the audio, uh, the audio version, we talk about, you know, Keith David replacing Lance Riddick, and we kind of go into the topic a little bit. It's kind of a rough cut. Then we, when the episode starts, it's more refined. We shorten it, we extend it, or what have you. It all depends because... It's a habit of, at least on my end, we have show ADHD and we get yeah, distracted. Yeah, we have tangents. Yes. We have, we have tangents. And so, so you get that little beginning, you get the tangent and you get extra stuff. Like we kind of went on a bit of a Godzilla dip last episode. Not, was it last episode or the episode yeah, before that? Yeah, last episode. Well, we kind of touched on Godzilla. And if you listen to my version of the cast after it's been edited, that's completely gone. Um, there's certain things, even Hellraiser a little bit, we dipped into. And if you're not listening to it on the other platforms or the audio audio only, you're missing out. And that's why that's why I wait, or at least I've been waiting a week to post the unedited video on yeah, you get it audio, but if you want to see the video unedited stuff, yeah, you see it first on Sasha's end. But that's why the clips and sometimes the full unedited stuff you'll see on my channel later. So it's there. Yep, it's and there's later. some gags that you're not going to get unless, of course, you're watching right. a full episode. <laughs> or listening or 
so forth and so on. Especially when we bring up about like how he's constantly getting labeled with adult content because of me and inappropriate hand gestures and God knows what else. (laughs) And a lot of folks like we've had in the past saying, well, Sasha is trouble. Yeah, Grant, if she's trouble, good. It may be be hate watch, get more views in. And you know what? On the road to uh basically uh four state i'm gonna talk a little bit about that because i want to discuss that in more detail because recently um al and i was at a baby shower that's why i've got this empty coin bank that looks like a baby bottle so no this is some weird kink sitting in the background um but i'm gonna put pocket change in it so me and al once we move in together can save up for a puppy um but anyway uh, outside of that, um, we're going to talk a little bit, because when I was at this baby shower, uh, there was this guy named Mike there, and I was getting introduced to new people who were having the kid, obviously, and they were introduced friends, and this Mike guy, and I have no clue who he is, none, none whatsoever, and they, they, they're introducing me to him, we've met, and I'm like, really? I don't even know who the fuck you are, but Okay. So, and Sasha, fill, fill, fill in audio. I'm going to go uh, black. I have to use the uh, restroom real quick, so I'll be right back. So, okay. Kill the dead air. But, uh, fill the dead air. I got you. But, uh, anyways, the, the guy just is like, yeah, we met. And I'm like, okay. I don't remember you. Um, don't know who you are. And I didn't say this. But I just kind of shrugged and went about my business. And later, Al's all like, hey, who was that guy? And I'm like, no clue. And apparently, I guess he's a guy that has worked on like um, podcasts that have had issues with me in the past. And I'm like, I've never been on that podcast, never talked to people on that podcast. And yet these are people that hate on me. And it's it's interesting. It's one of those things that I really want to talk about when we're going into a new venue at Harrisburg. So I've never been to four state in Harrisburg. And I just want to see what kind of response I get from the public at large because there are people that absolutely hate me. And I don't get it. It's like, for example, I recently found out I love to drink at um, your house here in Chambersburg on occasion. No clue as to why, but for some reason I was blocked on their Facebook, and I'm like, well, that's weird. Um, I can't pull up their stuff on my personal Facebook, but I can on my business Facebook, and I'm like, I've never done anything terrible in there, because they usually close by 10 or 11. Um, hell, I'm still followed by like Roy Pitts on both accounts, you know, they're now known as Liquid Art. Um, and I've had problems with them in the past simply because, you know, they had a rapist in their employee and I'm not a big fan of that. Um, so I kind of stopped going to that one. And I don't know if anybody who could hate me, I would understand that, but they don't have me blocked. But yet Gearhouse does. And I've only been to Gearhouse a couple of times and I'm like, uh, what the hell? Because um, I come in, I drink, I pay my tab, I leave. 
I don't see what the issue is. I mean, I've never spoken ill of them or poorly of them. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to find out. Um, but I guess I'll find out somehow in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because I'm going to an event there on September 9th in honor of Pride. It's called Sounds of Pride. And I'm just curious if that has anything to do with it. I'm thinking it might because I'm the girl who started Pride in Chambersburg and people have ran their mouth about that forever. Um, and it's just weird. Um, heaven forbid you're the loudmouth trans girl. And I think nine times out of ten, that's that's the majority of the problem. But I don't know. I, I, I figured I'd ping pong it around with Chris when we're doing the trip. Um, just to hear Chris and go get to meet out my boyfriend, my partner, um, during basically the whole live thing. And it'll be interesting to bring up some of these incidents, like the whole gearhouse thing, suddenly blocking my personal account, but not my business account. And I'm like, well, what's going on there? Because I've never had an issue with gearhouse. And then the whole thing with this Mike guy at a baby shower who has worked for a large podcast out of Hagerstown that apparently has a hate on for me, the podcast, as well as this Mike guy. I've never met these people and I've never really interacted with them. Um, and I just don't know if it's just because maybe there's a bigoted side or maybe just because I'm a loud mouth that speaks my mind and I make people uncomfortable so they fear me, so... Might as well shadow ban me because, you know, they got skeletons in their closet and they're afraid social media. But anyways, that's yeah, something you'll get exposed to during our road trip. I'll I'll hear it when I hear the full tale when I edit everything together. So uh, I'll probably get filled in when we're on the road well, trip. No, out I, or... I, I figure with the road trip because I'm going to bring it up because. I need somebody who might have some details on all of this, but not everything. And I just kind of want to see what your take is on it, what Al's take is on it. And then obviously I'll let everybody know my take on it. I've got no problem doing that. And I think it'll be a, a, a curious thing because yeah. you've seen firsthand how some of these things get where it starts out as something very innocent where I'm asking a logical question and then a wind up shadow band or hated for some reason. And it's like, why the hell did it go this far? You know what I mean? <laughs> like certain events that go unnamed, <laughs> but it's more than that. <laughs> Just keep in mind uh, on the way up, we might have to stop for coffee or else I won't be able to function. Okay, we can do that. Just don't spill coffee or get coffee on me. You'll be okay. Uh, that, that's fine. Uh, do you know how to operate an EpiPen? <laughs> if not, uh, we can yeah. learn. <laughs> if you think you're going to be buzzed on uh, W, I'll be buzzed on EpiPen, and that's not fine. That's a 24-hour yeah. hell. I'll keep the stuff uh, within my personal space. I'm very right, cool. so it's it's the as long as I don't of, drink it or am smirched in it, we're good. It it's the aspect of by the time I get home and get in, get medicated and sleep, uh, it'll probably be about after 
it'll be like 12, one o'clock. And depending on when you guys are going to come pick me up and all that fun jazz and head up there, I'm going to probably try to be up at 5 a.m. to get ready and make sure everything's ready to go. Same. And, and it's that aspect of if I'm getting like four hours sleep, I'm going to need caffeine. I'm going to need coffee. I'm going to need <laughs> my brain will not function if with the lack of, you know, sleep. I can do it just that I'll be like, uh, yeah, whatever. You want to do it? <laughs> nah, yeah, I thought ahead and took a half day with work on Friday and was like, hey, yeah, I, I am not staying till 1130 that night. Well, how's the kitchen going to be cleaned? I literally looked at my boss and was like, I don't know whose problem it is, but I've already been approved on the time and it's not mine. As of such and such time. Three and seven is what gets done. <laughs> it's like, past, oh, you said seven o'clock. Past seven o'clock, it's not my circus, not my monkeys. So, yeah, exactly. And that's how I look at it. And uh, the thing is, uh, I get off at work at 10 Friday, hopefully. And if I'm able to do that and I get home, it's going to, I'll probably get more sleep. So I'll be more functional by the time I wake up. But if, if I get the, that one person that wants to do something at like 9.45, that takes an hour. And it's like, no, no, no. Because that happened last week. It's like, oh, it's 9.50. We want to do a range, um, range room, which takes about between them starting it and ending it and me cleaning up and resetting takes a total of an hour and a half. And it's like, really, you had to come in it right before everything pretty much shuts down for the night yep. yeah, because uh, it depends on how my bosses want to term what a reservation is in their eyes um, because we have signs up that came up early this week that the last reservation for either the axe lanes or the rage room is at 10 and everything ends at 11 and yep. somebody comes in at 11, nine 45 and doesn't, I have to stay until even though I'm out at 10, somebody's got to be there to clean it up. And it's going to be uh, the fellow with two phone thumbs and is this guy uh, to clean it up and reset everything or else, you know, there's hell to pay. So I have to wait until they're done. Now, if it's an act, you know, ax lanes, I'm not going to be too much bothered for that because I'm not exerting myself or wearing myself out lifting it's that other one. 80, you know, 75 pounds into a dumpster. It's just a matter of hanging out, watching them, making sure they're being safe. And when they're done, sweeping up the bay and just going from there. And hopefully that's it. And if it's quiet Friday night, after I clock out, it's not my pigs, not my farm. It's all it's all on you. And whoever's covering me on this for Saturday, it's their problem. It's their problem, not mine. Exactly. But uh, we'll kill it here. Um, as always, as I like to say, take care, unpleasant screams. And uh, Chris, anything you want to add? Are you in a bikini yet? <laughs> Donate money and you'll find out. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> He's wearing a, a long jacket. You know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So until then, until then, I am a gamer and I'm wearing a bikini. Donate to find out. Yep. 
Take it easy. Listening to the Long Coat Mafia. Capish. Hello everyone, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the reboot slash repost episode. If you have any questions, comments, or smart remarks, you can always send them my way at our email, which is longcoatmafia at gmail.com, or post them in the uh, te- the pinned post on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Long Coat Mafia podcast. All the links are in the description down below. And just to let you know, this is the after show. And with the after show, a lot of what I am about to say or do say uh, is updates, my opinion on everything because when they are posted up on our Podbean account, differ slightly at times so a lot could happen between then and this recording so i'm going to give you a couple of updates or my opinions on those updates as so be it so just wanted to let you all know that now no updates or additional comments to fill all of you in on but i do have one bit of news to relate to all of you out there because it does relate to what we talked about 
in this episode. But before we get into that, let me just say, all of you that are returning to us from previous episodes and know that we have a issue with the spirit realm trying to speak to us, uh, if you're joining in to kind of hunt for any EVPs, electronic voice phenomena, I hope you found something. If you did, uh, as always, our comment section is always open for all of you to uh, let us know in regards to what you captured, what you hear, so forth and so on. And if this is your first time listening to our show, please uh, head into the comment section down below on your platform if there is a comment section. But if you're listening to us on Podbean or uh, a platform that does allow comments, please uh, put comments in down below. Uh, if there is no comments and you want to leave us a comment, head on over to Facebook uh, and to our page on Facebook, I should say. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash the Lone Coat Mafia Podcast. All the links are in our description along with Sasha's links. Uh, our bit of news that I have to cover is coming straight from Nintendo. And that is they informed everybody today, or should I should say, uh, August 21st, 2023, that the voice of the original, I should say, the original voice of Mario Nintendo in the Nintendo games is stepping down, or, or I should say, their official release states as thus. Charles Martinet, I hope I'm not butchering your name, sir, you are a very kind and friendly fellow when we met you many, many years ago, but either way, they're Nintendo's press release was thus. Charles Martinet has been the original voice of Mario in Nintendo games for a long time, as far back as Super Mario 64. Charles Charles is now moving into the brand new role of Mario Ambassador. With this transition, he will be stepping back from recording character voices for our games. He'll be but he'll continue to travel the world, sharing the joy of Mario and interacting with all of you. It has been an honor working with Charles to help bring Mario to life for so many years, and we want to thank and celebrate him. Please keep an eye out for a special video message from Shigeru Miyamoto and Charles himself which we will post at a future date. Now, Mr. Miyamoto, uh, if I mispronounced either your first or last name, sir, uh, please forgive. Um, I'm not a traditional Japanese speaker, so uh, for all of you out there, if you wish to leave like a video comment or something like that, uh, please do so in regards to properly pronouncing that gentleman's name. So either way, we'll probably me and Sasha will probably talk about this uh, possible retirement, because that's how it's being relayed, um, or I don't know, there's not really a full uh, <laughs> disclosure or anything like that, I didn't see anything from Charles himself saying, I'm retiring, or anything like that, but he's in his 80s, or, or like six, between the his 60s to 80s, so uh, either way, he's been... he. Nintendo is right. He has been doing this for a while. If he is retiring and taking life easy and going to conventions to sign autographs and 
do meet and greets and be at premieres, then that he's taking life easy. He's, the role of doing voice work is can be very stressful. So uh, if that is the case, uh, we hope to see him at an event, maybe at a future four state event or another uh, event that is close to us that we are able to get to. So either way, uh, I am going to close out the show. We've been sharing a lot. It's now close to probably uh, two hours, 30 minutes or close to it. So either way, I hope to see a lot of you at Four State Comic-Con this Saturday and Sunday, August 27th, 26th and 27th in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So I hope to see you all there. If you see me, I'll have a bunch of dice, a bunch of cards and flyers to hand all of you. Uh, the supplies will be limited. I uh, hope to meet all of you. Sasha will be more than happy to meet with you as well. So, uh, again, all our social media is in the description down below. And don't forget, we have a Patreon at $3 a month. And we're starting to gear things up and try to uh, contribute to that. I know we haven't posted up on Rumble for a while. I have to do that. Uh, it's kind of hard to do Rumble because it's you can't bulk upload like you can with YouTube. Um but either way, all the links are in the description. But uh, what else? We do have the Dubby uh, is our quasi-sponsor. We haven't earned any money from them yet because no one has used our promo code. But if you wish to use our promo code, just head to Dubby.gg, and it's spelled D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G, and at checkout, enter an LCM podcast for 10% off your order, and... When we hit a certain number of sales, uh, we, we'll get some funds from that. Plus, we have our tip jar. Uh, yes, it's a GoFundMe, but hey, all the funds from our Patreon to W to even the tip jar go to supporting the show, keeping the lights on in a way, and having fun and gas money. If you all want receipts, I'll be more than happy to post up receipts on Instagram or Facebook or what have you or Twitter or should I say X now or threads, whatever it needs to be so you all out there know that we are spending uh, the money on stuff for this show. So either way, take care. I'm a gamer and I'm wearing a bikini and donate for you to see that. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, the Internet's most hated and mafia-themed Geek Podcast.